So this week we did a spot of gardening, didn't we, dear? We we uh, planted some seeds, spread but poison. they weren't ordinary seeds, were they? We they spread were, poison. That's all we they did. They were s- seeds of death. Boredom. Dun dun dun. Yeah, a little bit of boredom too. Anyway, what boredom. happens in the seeds of death, dear? <laughs> So there's a white screen that turns into a light, and then there's a voiceover talking about different countries getting things or not. It was all really confusing. And then there's a delay on a moon shipment that landed on Aus- in Australia by accident. And there's a man with a suitcase that comes up and goes, hi, I'm here. And she's like, okay, well, the current leader needs a break, so go away. And he gets into a booth and fucks off to moon control and blinks away in stellar CG and... And Moonbase and another dude blinks back, and he's apparently a commander. And we Ooh. zoom in on the Moonbase model, and there's a new guy yelling at a man named Fushram, who's apparently a huge nerd. And then there's an alarm that goes off, and the airlock doors are being used, and a man screams, and another man at the door nearly faints, and then one man goes to run for it and gets killed. And the... what. There's a delay light that goes off and on, and the controller crawls over, but there's nothing. And then a voice that is out of breath tells him that he has no alternative, and instead he breaks it so it can't ever be used. And (gasps) then he gets killed, and then the other lady and staff are trying to figure out what's going on, and the doctor lands, and then they see a rocket on the TV, and there's an astronaut apparently trying to climb aboard. That's weird. Uh... But the rocket and helmet are from different eras. So he's like, huh, that's weird. That's Leonardo's flying machine. We're in a museum. And everyone goes out to look around. Ooh, ah. And apparently somebody about travel, Matt, transports things and people all over the world. And then they're held up at gunpoint. Meanwhile. Oh, no, not guns. The voice tells another man to fix the computer. And they go, yeah, sorry. Without this lady, we can't do it. So... They're like, dis- decide to repair the T-Mat so they can travel to Earth. And then back at the lady, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And the commander yells at her. And then they would have to send a rocket to go check out the moon. That's weird. The museum has one. Let's go. And then the crew is trying to stay calm with a gun in their face. And the guy goes, wow, is that a police box? And his name is Eldred and the museum is closed. And the doctor oh, no, thinks... No, no. Everything is great, even, like, the, that, that rocket over there is really cool, and then they talk a whole lot about it, and he apparently also designed that rocket, and apparently Ooh. no one cares about exploring space and stuff anymore. Back on the moon, they try call, to call back to the lady by repairing the video, and then the door alarm of the museum goes off, and the commander and lady show up, and they used to work together before commander left to work on T-Met, and... Also, apparently he was working on a rocket, but, like, he didn't want to tell them that because it was kind of illegal, and he doesn't want to take them to the moon, and the commander's like, what the fuck? And then the call finally comes in, and then the guards all catch them, and they're like, wow, kill the men at the moon who fucked up, and it's the Ice Warriors. (gasps) The Ice Warriors! And then that's the episode. What? This is Shocking, I know. So, you were asking, like, why Why did they bring back the Ice Warriors? Like, they... they They're literally the, costumes the worst. costumes awful. Here's the thing. Those costumes cost them a lot of money. So they were like, we've gotta get our fucking money's worth, so uh-huh. give us another fucking episode with them. Um... <sighs> 
there are a lot of times in this episode, uh, one specific episode, I forget which one, uh, where one of them falls over and, uh, you can see the, the, uh, costume crack from hitting the ground a little bit. Uh, it's, uh, they're made from glass fiber. Yeah, Um, that's obvious. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, but it also introduced the, the martial type armorless ice warriors which are essentially ice warriors that have maneuverability and are cheaper um they have more makeup on their face and can actually move their mouths and they have less cumbersome actual physical costume on them which Mm -hmm. makes them more ideal as like a talking villain whereas like the other ones have been kind of relegated to just guard muscle duty which makes sense and is a good way to use them within the story um this, this is, um, spoiler, I, I don't know, I'm not really a fan of this one, um, I, I feel like this episode tries to go for a lot of things, but it's just like, it's so far off the mark for me, but, uh, anyway, real. we'll, we'll also, get into it more spoiler, as, I'm bored as fuck. we'll get into it more as we go along, so, yeah. what happens in episode two, dear? <sighs> the ice warriors try to kill all of them and miss one of the guys who runs off and then the weak anxiety man is told to keep repairing the tea matter else he'll die and then the commander is still upset about being told no and the doctor comes up and says this means Yawakit actually triumphed over the tea mat because they are asking the you for help <gasps> and apparently all the equipment isn't ready in the rocket the old man thinks it's too dangerous but then his friend believes at him and then he's like no and then they argue more, and then he says no, and then they argue more, and then he says no, and this keeps going for a while. <sighs> Jamie asks if they could use the TARDIS, but they're like, no, it'd overshoot. The doctor says, I'll pilot it, and they're like, uh-huh. And then the commander gets a call, and everyone's apparently running out of food? And, <sighs> and they just go, we're just gonna do it. Cut to the moon. Uh, more Icemen. Uh, hissing, of course. They find that technician, but they don't see him. Peripheral vision doesn't exist again. And the lady and crew are wondering who the fuck the doctor is, and they call Jamie dumb for a minute. And then there's apparently not enough fuel to get back to the moon. Uh, so this is their one shot. And then there's some stuff that might not even work on the way, so it's worrisome. And Kelly wants to go with them. That's the lady. But she's not allowed. Then meanwhile, dude is still trying to repair the emergency link, and they're gonna take over Earth. And the rocket is getting all set up and running, and they're ready for takeoff. Jamie doesn't like G-Force. And he makes some weird faces. Who doesn't love that movie? So Command tries to call to the rocket, but (laughs) nothing works, apparently. The The radio does work, though, so that's something, and the circuit might be at fault. But then the radio goes out in a fire, and when a fire's on a rocket, everything is okay. Meanwhile, Moondead has finished the emergency link and activates it to receive only. And then Lady decides to head to the moon and takes an emergency kit with her, but Commander stops her. She says no. She leaves anyway. The maintenance Aww. guy on the other side is getting his machine a machine together. And meanwhile, Anxious Guy stares at the box. Three people show up on the moon and Anxious Guy says, actually, everyone was killed by Osgood, the original commander that you sent up here. He also turns off the emergency link so as not to blow a fuse. 
Maintenance is still trying to go down to Earth with the radio, begging for help. No answer. Rocket sends out a signal to the moon. As long as they see that signal, they're fine. But Ice Bud is headed for the last maintenance guy, and then quickly switches from radio to fucking with some lights and kills the Ice Dude. And Hell yeah, fuck him with some lights. That kind of fucks up the noise for the rocket, so the doctor's gonna die, or they're gonna either crash or drift forever through space, and then that's the episode. That's the entire Hell episode. Yeah. They died. Drifting in space. Yep. Everyone's dead. Into the sun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. What do you have to say about this episode, Gam? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm so. Do you, do you want me to say some things? Yes. So, uh, in order to keep the return of the Ice Warriors a surprise, the guy who played the Marshal was credited as just Alien in the Radio Times for Episode One. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they fuck it up? Thankfully, again? no, they didn't fuck this one up. Actually, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, this would have been a major, not as big as the Cybermen because no one was. I don't think anyone was really clamoring for the Ice Warriors to come back, to be honest. I think some people would have been like, oh, okay, that's that's neat that they're back. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, not, not, not really anyone was... But, the good news is, this was actually, like, one of the first... Actually, the first uh, Second Doctor story that was released on home video. And it was the first story from the 60s to receive a release. So, talk about best foot forward. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) Thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. Um, So, Wendy Padbury, who played Zoe, uh, Mm -hmm. absolutely liked the leather trouser suit that she wears in this episode, Mm -hmm. uh, so much that she actually wanted to buy it. Um, Although... Uh, BBC bureaucracy and, like, red tape and shit required her to buy it and pay before the start of the filming, which typically is fine, but there's a scene in this episode where Zoe has to crawl through a tunnel, and it turns out the paint on the set turned out to still be wet, which, yeah, which is a bit unfortunate. The fuck? What happens in the next episode, dear? That sucks. I don't care anymore. Everything sucks. I'm sad for Zoe. I'm giving this a lower rating because of that. Oh, come on. I don't care. She deserves her pantsuit. She deserved her pantsuit. She did. did. Radio Boy is still trying to do shit. The rocket is on course (laughs) into the sun in about five months, and Jamie's like, that's good. We'll die sooner than that because we'll starve. And then. The doctor starts to hear Radio Boy calling in, and he's like, okay, uh, what's up? And he's like, well, there's aliens. And meanwhile, Lady is trying to make sure everything is working, and they're ready to team that back. And then all the Ice Warriors come in and go, no, and everybody but Lady dies. Zoe is talking about the aliens, and the doctor goes, oh, it's the Ice Warriors, of course. That sounds exactly like them. I know exactly there's no other alien that sounds Mm -hmm. like them. And then they circle back around the moon and they tell him, uh, hey, can you fix the solar stuff? And he's like, no. And then they decide to go instead to home it on his transmitter and land with that. And as soon as they go, we need your signal, don't let it go out, it goes out. And then 
he's like, oh, fuck. And then he fixes it. And he's like, I'm back. And then the crew is on the moon now and they want to help maintenance guy. Jamie is to watch the fuel needle and is told to switch it off when they're full. Spoilers, he doesn't do that. Meanwhile, (gasps) anxious guy is getting ready. Like, specifically, he just ignores it. Anxious guy is getting everything ready to send to places all over Earth and Lady is upset and the doctor is finding maintenance guy and almost gets fucking wrenched. Um, The doctor mentions that they're going to have to destroy the team out, apparently. But Zoe's like, the rocket's motors are out of action. Our only way back is the team at. And they try to call the doctor and he doesn't answer. And (gasps) funny antics, running from monsters. Hee hee. They caught the doctor. And Jamie and Zoe hear some noises and hide around a corner for a bit. And the ice warriors are sending cargo to specific warriors or specific places. That's weird. And the doctor is brought to their leader. And the doctor goes, hey... Uh, we have an entire fleet of rockets, so get fucked. And they're like, no, you don't. And then they're to give certain <laughs> cities some seeds. And then Lady has found Jamie and Zoe. And apparently they're explaining everything back and forth. And then they need to turn up the heat on the moon to stop them. Because that's how they die in the other episode. Heat. And then the doctor tells Fushim, who is anxious guy, to help them or they'll both be killed. And so he makes a distraction. But the leader saw everything, and they're like, open it. And the doctor takes out a seed that kills him. And then the Zoe and crew are trying to hide, and the door gets locked, sort of? Sort of. While they set up the booby trap. And then they remove the sort of locked pipe, and he walks in and Mm -hmm. gets moited. And apparently, the entire world, in the span of a couple of minutes to an hour are now suffering huge food shortages instantly. Such um, a shame. So they send the seed, a seed down to the museum area, and everyone's, oh, look, it's working, and they walk over to it, and as soon as they touch it, it expands like a balloon, and then that was that episode. <gasps> can we can we Pete. just real quick talk about, they lock the door with, like, it was supposed to be, I think, a metal pipe, but it, like, bent when... Yeah. They put it in the door, and it's just like, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, production errors in this one. Um, <laughs> it's great. Uh, one thing you didn't notice, um, uh, was that Patrick Troughton has sideburns in this episode, uh, that appear and disappear, depending on whether it's a pre-filmed sequence, or if it's a on studio actual scene mm-hmm. like either he sometimes he has them sometimes he doesn't uh, and oh. it's kind of distracting also uh you didn't see any of the boom mic shadows uh oh. that were in the museum in, in uh, the first two episodes i'm legitimately surprised you didn't um <laughs> uh, sorry i'm just reading a lot of these and a lot of these are in upcoming episodes that you're about to talk about oh, um boy. Yeah, so when, when Zoe's turning up the heating, uh, that's when a nice warrior falls down right in front of her, and when it does that, the front and rear sections of the shell slightly break apart because of the damage from the force. It's like, oh, whoops. like up the seam? Okay, yeah, no, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, uh, also, fun fact, the director of this episode, uh, does not like how slow it is. He's, like, grown to be like, yeah, I 
it, it's so slow. This is such a slow-paced episode, and it's like... Don't say. It, you, it, the stakes are not properly told. We don't really get a time frame of, like, how long we have until the world really falls into panic and stuff. It's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what happens in the next episode? Uh, the balloon explodes. Everybody's dead. Uh, but they turn on the AC and all the gas goes away, so it's fine. Uh, but back at the moon, they're sending out more seeds, and Zoe and the lady are trying to repair the lights so they can kill more ice warriors if needed. Apparently, the heating controls are in the main room with the ice warriors, and they need to get to them. Jamie, Jamie and Maintenance are, Jiminy. yeah, have made it there and are spying on the Ice Warriors through a vent. And then museum crew are trying to figure out what all the cities have in common because they're all being sent seeds. And an autopsy comes back and say the people died from oxygen starvation. And that's weird. That takes a few minutes, usually. Usually the doctor, uh, actually, sorry, not usually. The doctor is alive, so that's something. Oh, and they put him by the in, way, the doctor's alive. Um, the team at cubicle, um, and they're gonna send the doctor into space though to die, but instead Jamie and Maintenance sneak to the back of the cubicle and sort of like magic show him out, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Where they magic sneak... show him out. Yeah, they 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 sneak him out the back, like they open up the back door, they just slide him out. <laughs> I I guess yeah. Um, and. Yeah, there's that. And Anxiety goes, I can't kill him, it's too much. And then there's a hard cut to the T-Bat, the doctor's gone, and he's like, no, you killed him! And everybody is sneaking around and shit, and then they see the heating controls. Though it's way up on the ceiling, which is really high up and weird. And meanwhile, some shit is happening with foam, I wasn't really sure. And then something (laughs) about vegetable blight affecting everybody in the world now, and... An ice warrior teleports down and everyone's freaking out and something about spores killing all plant life and potentially the world. And then mm-hmm. the ice warrior just kind of fucks off. And they're like, huh, that was weird. And the doctor seems okay. And Jamie offers to get the heating thing, but actually Zoe can fit through the hole instead. And so she goes. And old Rocket Man is making statements about uh, while the Earth ice warrior heads to go do something. And then that man is trying to fight off a fungus, and they're dead. And Maintenance is having a panic attack in the vents, and Zoe calms him down, and Ice Warrior kills the dude and leaves, and apparently all the places they fucked up were cold. Why didn't they go to the cold ones? That's weird. And then they still don't remember where Zoe is going, but then she does remember, and they get to the vent, and, and suddenly a warrior goes after Jamie and Lady, and they try to kill it with the lights, but it doesn't work. That's weird. But then he sees the doctor's body and goes for it. And meanwhile, anxious guy sees them try- Zoe try to sneak in and makes a distraction. And Zoe tries really hard to turn the knob and then the heat's turned on. But Zoe is caught and maintenance is- like, gets his shit kicked in. (laughs) Yeah. And then that's the episode. He really does. So, the doctor wasn't in this episode. Because he was on holiday. Oh, you don't say. All shots of the Doctor in this one, most of them actually, uh, were played by a body double. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is why you never see his face in this one. Um, so this story is turbulent, to say the least. 
uh, Brian Hales when he originally wrote it. Um, this is uh, he had trouble writing the script uh, for a lot of reasons, chief of which that like Fraser Hines was wishy washy on whether he wanted to stay on Doctor Who or leave, and he was like, you know what, actually, I'm staying. Um, so Brian Hales had to like after he had written the story with like someone else in mind instead of Jamie, a completely different companion, he was like, well, shit, now I have to rewrite it to include Jamie. Uh, so he did that. And then he was told, uh, the Doctor's not in episode four because he's going on holiday. So I was like, well, I have to fucking rewrite this. And it's like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So the script editor, Terence Dix, came in and basically rewrote a whole heap of it um, with the consent of the writer. Um, uh, thing, Main things that like Terence Dix includes uh, is the, the, the fleet uh, subplot and also removed a subplot in which uh, between episodes three and four, uh, Kelly, the the one that Deer has been calling like the lady. woman or the girl, mm-hmm. lady, um, she was meant to be hypnotized uh, in some form or another. Uh, he removed that, thankfully. But yeah, this story is like a mess. It's a slog. It's not really that fun. But uh, we'll get through it. We still have a lot. But there's other differences as well between the original script and what happened. Uh, originally, Kelly was meant to be a man, assisted by a woman. Uh, when they changed the former to be a woman, uh, the assistant became Brent, who, you know, died. Um, yeah. Uh, the Martian spores were only intended to erupt after four weeks, rather than almost instantaneously, and were initially initially destroyed we will get into what they're destroyed by but initially they're destroyed by concentrated oxygen possibly in liquid form uh because that makes sense um the things that kill oxygen are killed by oxygen maybe an excess of oxygen i don't know again this is where it gets silly and dumb but uh yeah what happens in the next episode dude is there a liquid oxygen? Uh, well, you could do, like, compressed air, but that's not really, like, compressed that's oxygen. Not really, it's not really like, liquid oxygen. Yeah. I believe to get oxygen to be a liquid, it'd have to be pretty fucking cold. Yeah. And then that just me. Ma- okay, anyway. Zoe is in danger, an anxious guy finally tries to do something, gets his shit kicked in, but then the heat gets high enough and the warrior dies. He's gonna send Zoe back to Earth instead because it's working. And meanwhile, the doctor takes up and blows their cover and there's a fight. And- Mm -hmm. Er, wakes up. Sorry, not takes up. He wakes up and there's a fight. And- Yay! Zoe comes back uh, to them and they're like, wow, it's so hot in here. Good thing we all have long sleeves on. Even though it's 50 degrees Celsius, that's like 120 degrees Fahrenheit. This is fine. And they all head back to the team at. Honestly, I think that annoyed me more than anything. Fair. Um, back at the rocket, another dude shows up and then he basically goes, Wow, you're dumb. And meanwhile, the weather control station, the ice warrior heads over and there's the soap here too. And he finds a single dude who freaks out and runs away and gets killed. And Fushum goes, but I don't want to die. I guess I'll help. And then the doctor heads into the T-Mat and 
The doctor finds the travel boring as shit, and Kelly follows after, and Fushim doesn't, lol. So either he's <gasps> working for them or something? And leader Ice Warrior comes in and goes for the heat switch, and Fushim says, They got away. They beat me up. And then they're going to land warriors on the moon. When the seeds are done, they'll go to Earth and fuck it up. And the doctor yeah. asks if they're going to understand the fungus instead of murdering it, because of course. Lady wants to control T-Mat from Earth instead of the moon. Doctor, of course, is running another fucking balloon. Runs into Hell another yeah. fucking balloon. Uh, exploding, and it just, like, kind of does its thing, and he just takes some foam and runs to go study it. And apparently it would make the Earth uninhabitable to the human race because of how much oxygen it eats, and it would make Earth the same amount of oxygen as Mars? <sighs> the doctor pours a bunch of stuff on it because there's a balloon going off, and he's like, oh no, we're gonna die. And only one of them works. Hmm. He also, by the way, pours like 10 different acids and mixes them all together, which is a lot. Um, yeah, that would have been a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, the doctor calls over Zoe and Jamie and both answer. And he's like, water destroys it. And it's like, uh-huh. And they need mm-hmm. to make it rain. Go. So, they, so they gotta go to the weather control station. Uh, so anxious guy is told to go to make a homing beacon to the moon for the ice warriors so they can land. Jamie and Zoe make it to the weather station, lock the door behind them, but the warriors still in the station. It's scary, so they hide. Anxious is apparently planning on fucking up some stuff. The satellite's ready to go and control team out from Earth, and they're ready to send it up. Anxious has sent some video back, though, of what's happening with the whole directional beam landing gear stuff, and Anxious is basically trying to stall for time. And then Ice Leader sees that a video is on and he's like, okay, maybe not. Kill him. And then the doctor says, actually, don't send that out, out out that satellite. We can use it to stop them. Um, if we put a beacon on the satellite that they follow instead, they would miss the moon. And then the doctor is making a ruckus uh, running to the weather station because he wants to save his friends. And he, like, almost gets swallowed up by a shit ton of fucking soap. And then, like, oh, he's yeah. at the door trying to get in, and then there's a bubble in front of him, and he's like, oh, no, and then that's the episode. I know, right? Yeah. So, this episode, you may be asking yourself, where the f- fuck does this come from? <sighs> there's there's a theory that this episode kind of comes from the idea of, like, steam trains were... Uh, mainly the main aspect of like T Matt and stuff like that, and the oh, the, the constant character of uh, I forgot his name, the old man in the museum, fighting for like no, we need rockets as well. Rockets are just as good as T Matt. Humanity relies too much on T Matt. Uh, which the story proves to be true because you know that's how the Ice Warriors are invading. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Since the 1963's uh, mass closure of branch lines and provincial stations, there had been a definite air that the death of steam uh, was unavoidable, even if nobody felt the same affection towards diesel or electric trains that they felt towards, like, named trains, because, you know, steam trains were so uh, iconic that they had, all of them were practically named, and, I mean, you ended up with things like Thomas the fucking Tank Engine, Mm -hmm. uh, which was about steam trains, um... Uh, 
Wait, was he the, the, was he a scream was... train? I always thought he was coal. Well, coal, coal. That's is a scream train. Hmm. Okay, never mind. I didn't Cause, know that because he he's, he doesn't run on diesel or electric. It's running on pure coal to create steam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Basically, like the 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 fear of um uh relying too much on one type of uh transportation or one type of technology. Uh, will lead to our downfall. Putting all our eggs in one basket. They beat you over the fucking head with that in this. Like, don't oh, say. You're putting all your eggs in one basket. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Uh, it's like, Jesus fucking hell. Um, it wasn't just trains, though. It was like the idea of things being completely revamped into like this new train system is terrifying. Albert Einstein is a witch. Oh, um, what? Albert Einstein, what? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison Tom- was a witch. No, Thomas Edison was a capitalist. I no, it never mind. Continue. It's a We'll it's get a, to the Thomas Edison episode in a few years. It's a meme. Continue. It's a bad meme. Uh <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh yeah, we 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 uh, we we also lead into like, where do where do people's like where do the writers' ideas come from? Where like the battles are being waged over like ideologues and and, and like the, the the fight between uh, the corporate and wage slaves and society etc. Uh, it was obviously writers went to television. Uh, they weren't writers. Essentially, were like, hey, uh, I'll. I'll compromise my art to get a paycheck, obviously, but it's also like, but, you know, I'm going to write some stuff in here. Um, and Doctor Who was mainly a vehicle for that. We're going to get a lot more political as we hit the 70s, because that's when things get real interesting. Yeah. Um, and then even more interesting when we get to the 80s and we get to, like, Margaret Thatcher shit <laughs> that they actually got in trouble for. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's... um kind of a, a really weak episode like even when you look at things there it's like this is probably where it came from it's like it's so fucking weak um but yeah that uh, to lighten the mood a little bit uh if you look um just in the next episode i'm gonna spoil what happens after the cliffhanger clip spoiler the doctor doesn't die uh no zoe when zoe opens the door just in time to let the doctor in um, the Doctor, with all the foam and everything, he slips forward and, like, the bo- foam comes in. If you look at Zoe's face during it, she is smiling and trying desperately not to laugh. Because Patrick Troughton's not meant to slip over there. But because the soap was just so slippery, he just went head first into the ground and, like, popped back up with all this soap all over him. And she was trying oh. desperately not to ruin the tape. I, I noticed. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what happens in the final episode after what I just said happens, happens. He dies. Oh. You lied, I'm sorry. To oh, bring it to I'm sorry, viewers. I lied to you all. I'm sorry, dear viewers, uh, even though you're not viewing this, listeners. you're listening to this. Listeners. Dear listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Jamie and Zoe make a break for it. Jamie makes a distraction. Zoe opens up the door. The door opens. They all meet up again. Doctor eat shit. Um, 
They close the door so the Ice Warrior can't get in, and then they rig up another trap with all the port parts being there right in the vicinity, of course, that they need. And then some security guards try to come help, and then they all just kind of fuck off because they don't want to die. And they open the door, and the doctor tries to use a solar thing, but the Ice Warrior left? That's weird. So they decide to make the wire longer and go out to help. And there's more guards dying, and then the doctor and everybody head out. They use the solar thingy, save some guards because the warrior then dies. They have the signal entirely ready to distract the rocket, and the lady is going to use a car she found to move it. <laughs> and stuff and things are happening, and the doctor is wanting to fuck with the solar energy device and make it portable. And the satellite is set up with the signal, and everybody's waiting for rain to come, and the doctor's like, it'll rain soon. And the doctor is going to go up to the moon with his lights to kill everybody. So he heads up and zaps a dude to death. And then comes in uh, to, like, fuck with the signal. But another leader dude comes in and he's like, oh no, my guns are down. Oh god. And they also destroy the lights that he has. And he's like, hey, I know how to learn how these controls work. You could use me. And he's like, okay. Um... And then they're ready to enter the moon's gravitational sequence. The doctor goes, what if something's wrong, though? And he's like, there won't be. And if there is, it's your fault for some reason. And then the satellite apparently works and the ship follows its signal instead. And Jamie asks if Zoe can team Adam up to the moon to check on the doctor. And the main warrior's like, what is happening? And apparently the signal thing has no power past this room (gasps) because the doctor fucked with it. The doctor mentions that... Uh, they have all the plans, and then Jamie shows up, and then the doctor makes the other warrior shoot the first one, and then turn on the light terminals to kill the first one that shot the- that they all die, basically. Oh no, D is running out of steam. <laughs> Quick, you can do it. I believe in you. You're almost there. Hold on, let me use some rocket fuel, because that's the alternative we need. Speaking of rocket fuel- uh, the the footage of the rocket in episode 5 taking off is actually stock material of Mariner 4. And also, um, Eldred, the guy from the museum... No, I'm letting you take a break and take a breath and drink some water while I talk. Uh, Eldred from the museum, initially he was meant to have a line talking about how his rocket was the, the, was the one that had the first manned mission to the moon. But they edited it out because they were like, actually it seems very likely that NASA's about to get there so we don't want to include any false information so it's oh, like eh, we should probably not because yeah. the moon landing hadn't happened yet yeah um the doctor <sighs> makes everybody kill each other then it starts raining and flooding so the world's saved and then everyone's fucking arguing about rockets should come back because you don't need to put all of your eggs in basket and then I want horses and carriages I want horses and carriages and then they whoosh away, and yeah. Jesus fuck. Oh, okay. That's it? Yes! Oh, okay. What um, else is well, there? So, dear, Three. I'm gonna ask you a qu- <laughs> Wow, really? It was gonna be a four, but then you told me about Zoe's pants. <laughs> you know what, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> like, the fact that, like, it, it is a really cute outfit too yes. and it's like oh man they made her buy it beforehand which is like kind of shitty but then it's like that shit with the paint it's like oh man I'm so sorry 
I, yeah, I, honestly, I don't really like this episode. It's bland. It's the type of episode where it's like, some of these six to longer part episodes, you could say, oh, if they just cut it down to, like, four parts, it'd be fine. It, like, the no, pacing would be perfect. They're hitting you over this, the head no. so hard. This episode, like, it needs a complete rewrite in order to work. It is so slow. It is so dull. It is so boring. Barely anything happens, and what does happen is, like, not really that interesting. Like, the only real interesting stuff are, like, the effects of, like, the Ice Warrior's gun, and even then it's, like, the the charm of that wears out because they shoot, like, five people each episode. Yep. So it's, like, we get it, you're shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's, uh, not... I tend to avoid showing this one to people. inconsistencies, for me, kind of piss me off, just because, like, I... I just... I can understand, like, oh, it's, like, 110 degrees, like, it's a little hot, but we can, we're good. Like, no, they put it up to, like, 125 degrees, which is not, I believe, livable for most humans. So it's just, like, stop. No, it's not. <laughs> for, for, for reference, it, it's centigrade, mm-hmm. so it's, like, 125 degrees is hotter than boiling water. Um, no, it was 125 boiling... degrees Fahrenheit. It was 50-something degrees Celsius. No, they they turned it up to like 70 degrees Celsius. Okay, never mind. (laughs) It's like, so where I live, like, you're the hottest, the hottest, like, it's ever gotten, I believe, in Australia was like 50 degrees. Um, And that was like last year because, you know, global warming. Um, Yeah. Um, uh, And then for me, the hottest it generally gets is like, 43 to 45 Celsius, it just was, like, about 110-ish? Yeah. 51.7 degrees last year was the hottest day ever. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, that's not, that's the type of temperature where if you go outside in that heat, you're gonna, like, pass you're out. You're gonna have like, heat stroke. You're gonna have heat stroke. Not just that. You're gonna probably die. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, no, turning the temperature up that high and, like, the characters are able to move around, it's like, no, 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 Anyway, that was The Seeds of Death. I tend to avoid this one. Um, I suggest you all do, too. Um, unless you're a real big Ice Warriors fan, in which case, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> in which case, why? Unfortunately, we skip the next one. The Space Pirates, which is uh, supposedly another, like, Western-type episode, but it's set in space and doesn't have an awful song, um, and is supposedly fun, but I'm not certain. It's got missing episodes, and I've never actually seen it myself, so I don't know. So we skip that one and go straight to the War Games. Um, that one's gonna be fun. You know why, dear? Why? Ten episodes long. God damn it. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. You're I'm you're sorry literally for everyone else. not sorry. You are literally not sorry. I mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's like two hundred and fifty minutes, which is like just under f- oh. 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 oh that's a lot um 
That's a, the, it's gonna take a long time. Yeah, we probably should start it early. Yeah, it take it, it'll it'll be like four and a bit hours to watch all of it. So um, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a fun one. Um, get excited for that one, everyone. Uh, it tuck in, get get nice and you know what comfy. I'm We're gonna take a bet. I'm gonna take a bet. Yes. If I'm not worn out by the time, nothing over a six. If I'm worn out by the time, all all bets are off. Okay, I thought you were going to say if I'm worn out by episode six, I would have been like, yeah, that's fair. Oh, I meant like the number that I was going to read, but sure. Yeah, it's... This does get a, a, a sort of weird this one um not f- not like the mind robber type weird but like we get some real interesting stuff in here it's not even um, fun weird god damn it no well there are some fun weird stuff and there's a lot of creativity in this one not visual well some visual creativity but like like story writing creativity in this one and uh we might get a little bit of lore yeah anyway We'll see you I next week. I hereby resign from the podcast. You can't do that. See you next week for the War Games. Woo! Or the Space Pirate if it's out in a few years or so and we're able to do it, in which case it will Bye. be next in the podcast, in which case, hello, future you. <laughs>